favorite memory from the trip. So I'm excited about that. And then at the end, I'll come back up, and I'm going to read from some of our young ladies that went on the trip uh, what their favorite part of the trip was. Couldn't have done it without them, for sure. So I'm excited that you're here. I know we have some family here tonight uh, to hear, and uh, I hope that you will continue. I know you guys didn't go with us. We're going to talk about different people from Ohio and their food and different things like that. But I want you to go on the trip with us tonight. But I want you to continue to pray for the church in Dover, Ohio. There's been a lot of seeds that have been planted. And um, God's going to give the increase, but I just ask that you pray for it. But uh, we're going to start tonight. Caleb's going to come up and lead us in our first song. And I'm thankful that you're here tonight. Five hundred thirty-five. Five hundred thirty-five. We'll have to use our books today. We'll sing the first and the last verse of the Glory Land Way. I'm going to be reading from First Thessalonians chapter one, verse two and three. First Thessalonians chapter one, verse two and three. We give thanks to the to God always for all of you, making mention of you in our prayers, constantly bearing in mind of your work of faith and labor of love and steadfast of hope in your Lord Jesus Christ in the presence of our God and, and Father. I knew that double ARP would work out sometime. You get to go first. I don't know if it's the first in line or the first to jump off the deep end of the pool. Uh, Corbin read that scripture. When I think about it, I'm supposed to talk to about the Church of Christ at Dover to tell you about them. I uh, think about remembering their work of faith, their labor of love, and their patience of hope. This was my first trip to Ohio. I've never been that far north before. The youth went last year, and when they come back, they told me I couldn't go last year. Something came up where I couldn't go. And uh, I talked to them, and uh, they were so excited and told me I'd really missed a good trip. So uh, this year I didn't think I was going to get to go, but it worked out. I told them to pray for me, and the thing I was scheduled to do got put back a little while, so uh, that was good, and I got to go. I didn't know what to expect when I got to Dover. I'd heard that northern people... You know them Yankees. Uh, they're not very friendly. Not like us southern folk. We're outgoing and friendly and hospitable. That just wasn't true. Some of the most friendliest people I ever met was, was there in Dover. What would we have in common? Well, we like Titans football. They like the Bengals. We like the Cardinals, and some of us like the Braves. They like the Indians. We like the SEC and the, the Vols. Sometimes we tolerate Georgia. They like Ohio State. They, the Ohio people, were at the Battle of Shiloh, but they were on the other side. They didn't even know the words to our national anthem. You know what that is? Rocky Top. <laughs> but we had more things in common than we didn't have in common. I thought about that. They're kin to us, blood kin, nothing closer than kin, because of the blood of Jesus Christ. I think about the first Christians, the first church, the early church, where they said they had all things in common. 
So even though we didn't have some things in common, we have more things in common than not in common. I wrote down my first impression of what I thought of the church. When we arrived at the building Saturday morning uh, and the doors popped open, we was parking the buses. The doors popped open and several women came running out the door, jumping up and down, waving their hands and, and excited and everything. I thought, what in the world? And then they lined up and as we piled off the bus, they gave everyone of us a hug. They were so happy to see us. Then we worked very hard getting it unloaded and getting everything in the building and stuff that uh, evening and also the next uh, Monday before it started at 6 o'clock on Monday, 6.30. Uh, the morning worship. Dustin told us not to stay with each other, but to mingle, intermingle with the rest of them. And always we listened to Dustin. We all sat on the left side of the building and they all sat on the right side of the building. But when the singing started... There are only um, uh, about 50 members in that congregation. I could not believe my ears. It was like those 50 members were like a 100-member choir. They all sang in tune. They sang out loud. And they all had the different parts. And they sounded so good. It was beautiful. And uh, I thought about that. I've been in smaller congregations where they didn't have that at all. They have three elders and some deacons, and the preacher's name is Steve Turner. His wife is Crystal, and they had just been there since January of that year. We got to meet them, and they just jumped in and helped us with everything we was, we was doing. They treated us like royalty. They fed us with two hot meals every day, thanks to Miss Pam and Miss Kate. Uh, Miss Jeanette, you're going to hear a lot about her. She supplied gallons of sweet tea. I didn't think Yankees knew how to make sweet tea, but she did. And it was good sweet tea. I'm proud of every one of our youth that worked so tirelessly to make our VBS and over a great success. We had about 50 children every night at VBS. We started at 6.30 each evening, and the children would get there at 6 o'clock. They're so excited to be there. And when you think about it, if all those children continue to attend, they just doubled their congregation. And if one parent comes with them, they triple their congregation. And if both parents come with them, that's 200 people. Now that may not happen, but our God's a great God, and He can make things like that happen. Our youth are so talented, I could see that. One night, Jeanette came up the stairs. We were in the upper part of the building, uh, and we were doing the, the ark. And she came up the stairs, and she was just laughing so hard she couldn't hardly talk. And I said, what in the world is the matter with you? She said, I've just seen it all. I've seen Pharaoh and Moses rapping. <laughs> Everyone worked so hard during a VBS, but it was a work of love. Someone has said this, and I don't know who the quote is from. If you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. You ever heard that? Well, that's what we did. It was a work of love. If I had one word to describe the VBS... In Dover, it'd be excitement. The church of Dover was excited to see us and those children. Our youth were so excited to be there and do the work. Uh, every, uh, everyone was excited. Our youth, uh, the children were so excited. I was afraid some of them was going to just explode. They were so excited. Dustin would work the, the children up to a feverish pitch every evening. 
with songs and Bible questions. They would lean forward to hear the question because it was the boys against girls. And you could just feel the electricity in the room. I thought to myself, at what age do we begin to think that being a Christian is a job instead of fun? I think about the church at Ephesus where the Lord said to the church there, you know, he complimented them on some things they were doing right. And then he said, you know, I have somewhat against you. You've left your first love. And I believe he's talking about that zeal you have when you become a Christian, that excitement of being a Christian. And sometimes I believe us as older folks have kind of lost that, and we need to get that back. When was Bible reading a chore? When was attending worship a chore? Bible class, jail ministry, and nursing homes. When would those things get to be a job instead of something we love to do? Psalms 51.12, we sung that this morning. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Being a Christian ought to be so much fun, so excited. We'll be so excited when we get here. And that's how those children were. They were bubbling over with excitement. And as Dustin told us every time, what's the saying we always do? It's not about me, not about you. It's all about God. And to Him be the glory for now, ever, and ever. Thank you very much. I'll be reading from Proverbs 16, verses 23. Proverbs 16, verse 23. The heart of the wise makes his speech judicious and adds persuasiveness to his lips. And my favorite memory from Ohio was seeing Moses and Pharaoh rap battle. And I had a beatbox for Moses. My favorite memory of Ohio, uh, one of them is uh, having a rap battle with Pharaoh, and uh, but another one besides hanging out with the kids and all that uh, was the late nights we had with the preacher and his wife at their house. We had there were some people who had to stay at the church, and they offered to let us take showers at their house. <laughs> And we had talks at night at their house. It was fun. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, thank You for another day uh, to do Your will, Lord. Lord, uh, thank You for all the many blessings You have given us, Lord. Lord, please be with everyone who needs You. And Lord, please be with all the people who have lost loved ones. And Lord, please be with all the men and women who are fighting overseas for us, Lord. And in Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, so if you haven't heard us, we're back from Ohio. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Cooper, for reading Scripture for me. Uh, so I was hanging out with one of my buddies, and Dustin texted me and said, call me. So I called him, 
And he said, hey, can you uh, speak for a little bit? And I was like, sure. I was like, what's the topic? And he was like, hey, text me. So I texted him and he was like, you, uh, you got to talk about kids at VBS and uh, relationships made and smiles on kids' faces. So we got, we got there, and this is my second year going. And we got there, and they're there with open arms, just like we are at Savannah Church of Christ. And Dover Church of Christ is a small church with about maybe 30 people, and they don't have a youth group. And we got there, and we met everybody, and they're all really sweet, and they were not afraid to talk to you and love on you and see how you're doing. And... So that night we we uh, got set up, and the next morning we went door knocking. And at first you're kind of a little scared to go because you don't know who's going to be behind the doors. It could be someone who don't want to know God. It could be someone like Mr. Howard who's a missionary, or it could it could just be anybody who's been going to VBS for years and it changed their lives. You never know who's going to be behind the door, how their soul is going to react to what you're saying. So we went we went door knocking. I think it was me, Dawson, and Bailey and Jordan. And we started walking and I there's some there's little kids playing in the front yard in the puddle. And I was like, Hey, let's go door knock at this lady's house. And I went up there and I was like, Hey, we're having VBS over there at Dover Church of Christ and the information's on the paper. And she was like, oh, yeah, 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 we're, we're going to VBS right now. Uh, my kids love it, and they're having a great time, and they're really sweet. And I was like, oh, well, we're doing the same, and uh, kids are loving it too. And she said, VBS, as for me, when I was a child, changed my life to be a better Christian, and I feel safe knowing that God is with me and my children. And I was like, that's just great, and just knowing that someone that goes to VBS and takes her children just so they can learn about God uh, just made me feel better. It made me want to door knock more. And you, like in Dover, you don't, you don't like, you're not afraid to go door knock. Well, I mean, you'll be nervous and you know, you don't know how much kids are going to come. But in Savannah, you go door knocking and you're not really excited about it. Like you just know that there's going to be kids coming to VBS here. And so we went door knocking and it started raining. And uh, Nolan and Sailor were, uh, were with us and we're just running. All of a sudden, Roy and uh, Crystal, uh, the, the preacher's wife, they pulled up in a car and we're like, oh, who is this? <laughs> and. Uh, I told Sailor and Nolan to get in the car, and me and Dawson started running, which was a bad mistake. We got really wet, but we we're fine. We made it back to the church, and we just we were we were tired. We just took a nap, and then that night we were, we had no clue. It was about 5:30. A bunch of other people started showing up. A bunch of kids showed up, and no matter who walked through the doors, we did not judge them. How they smelled, what they wore. And how their hair looked, if they could hear you or know uh, what you're speaking. Uh, we had a family reunion of Mexicans. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, 
like we couldn't announce we couldn't like announce their names, so we just called them a bunch of different stuff like green bean and ice cream and stuff. I don't know about y'all, but when I heard ice cream, I just wanted Amish ice cream. I don't know about y'all, but I did. Uh, so the kids there, they loved it. Uh, I was the boat captain and Jonah with uh, Caleb and Jordan was in there. Ryan was in there for a little bit and uh, then Aaliyah was in there and my voice sounded like Gail True and if anybody knows Gail True, it's not so well. <laughs> I would do it, but you know, I did get everybody to start laughing and all. But uh, yeah, I was a boat captain and it was really fun. Kids would come in there and they would always want to just mess with you and just love upon you. And we're in there and I met these I met these two little girls that were in the uh, that were with me, and I would like for y'all to have the sl slideshow up, the picture of them. Alrighty. Oh, it's not working. Okay. Okay. Well, their name was Lily and Violet, and. I met them on the, like this. I think it was the second night. They just started coming up to me, and they they were like, "Hey, hey, uh, hug me and uh, do the thing that you did with all the other kids, where you spin them around and let them be on your back." So uh, I did that, and I started sitting down with them, and they saw me doing the Sea of Galilee, and I could hear them just wanting to learn. And wanting to just do exactly what I was doing, and I and in my head I was just thinking I was like, I hope everybody's just being an example of God this week because these kids, there's no telling if they ever went to church before, like their parents they probably don't know about it because you got to think there's so many kids around Dover Church of Christ and not just not even one was in that building when we showed up, and I just. Encourage y'all to keep doing VBS and just door knock and love on everybody that walks through this door. And just just be an example of God. Thank y'all. If you'd like to follow along, I'll be reading First Corinthians nine, nineteen through twenty three. My favorite memory of Ohio was just seeing the kids, seeing the smiles on their faces and getting to know them. All right. For thou I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all that I might win more of them. To the Jews I, I became as a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law I became as one under the law. Thou not being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel that I may share with them in its blessings.
if you would like to turn into your songbooks again to number 560, 560, I will be singing the first and third verses. I care not today what the morrow may bring, if shadow or sunshine or rain. The Lord I know ruleth o'er everything, and all of my worry is vain. Living by faith. If you'd like to follow along, I'll be reading from Romans 12:11. My favorite part of Ohio was definitely the sweet tea and the baked spaghetti. And all the kids, all the people I've grown closer to, especially Stephen and Crystal at their house late nights, and Christian baby Keelan Bates, all the singing we had, Danny too, at their house. Um, This is definitely a trip I will never forget. um, Be joyful in hope, patient and... No, it's 12, no mind. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Thank you, Ryan, for reading. You're way better at that than singing. Just saying. You know we love you, right? Um, so, first of all, I'll do my favorite memory. Number one was Ryan, but I'm not going to expand on that anymore. Um, number two was actually the topic that I got assigned tonight by Dustin, which was our service projects when we went to the nursing home in the afternoons. Um, I was only, only able to go once, but uh, they went twice, I'm pretty sure. And uh, when, we go, when we go here, we usually go... Uh, during the school year, we usually go like once a month to Harden Home or to Riverwick, and we will uh, just visit with them and sing a little bit. But uh, you could tell when we walked into these nursing homes, um, they weren't visited often, or even at all, I would say. The look on their faces uh, and the smiles, um, they were priceless. Um, but just being able to talk with them and to visit with them, it was something I'll never forget. It was fun just having a conversation with them. And then we ventured on into the uh, living area. Some people were taking a nap. Some people were eating or watching TV or something. But we just, uh, we just started singing. And we sang for a while. And uh, half, of them were, um, half of them just woke up from their nap. Oh, my goodness. I saw Illinois Roy. Um, <laughs> um, half of them, I think, woke up from their nap and hated us probably the whole time. But the other half, you could tell, um, they were uh, really into it. They were singing and dancing and waving their arms. Um, they were nodding their head. They, were, they hadn't heard church songs in a while, I don't think. Or it didn't seem that way. Um, at one point, we just asked for song requests, and some lady in the back shouted, God bless America. So we, looked at, we just looked at each other. We're like, all right, we'll try it. So it's not really something we practiced, but um, we started it. And after about two lines, it was pretty apparent that we didn't know the words except for like two or three of us. So Roy and Mr. Howard were like carrying us, and we were mumbling the whole time and struggling, but they clapped for us in the end, so I guess they kind of understood us and enjoyed it somehow. But uh, <laughs> on a more serious note, um, my actual favorite memory um, was at the nursing home. At some point while we were singing, or after we were singing, um, there was this guy who, who got up and he just started walking around. He didn't really know what was going on, I don't think. 
I didn't really know what was going on. He was just walking around, and uh, I think Steve, the preacher down there, went up to him, or uh, he went up to Steve or something. They just started having a conversation. And uh, apparently after, Steve told us that um, he was starting a Bible study with this guy, and he was in his upper 80s. Um, um, I don't really know the situation, but it kind of hit me like, you know, wow, God works in weird ways. We were sent up here to do a VBS for these kids, but this off-tune and off-key singing that we just did might have saved a soul. I mean, I don't know what his situation was, but it was really cool to me how God could work like that. Um, as for the VBS aspect of it, as Roy said and Seth and Nolan, the kids were so excited. Their energy was contagious and infectious. They were screaming, yelling, singing, dancing, hollering. I couldn't even hear Dustin. He had a microphone. It was crazy. I couldn't hear myself. And there was only like 50 of them. It wasn't that much, but they were still yelling. But it was, it was, in, it was infectious. Um, it was like they had that zeal that Ryan talked about in Romans 12. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Paul says to have excitement and serve the Lord. But when you serve, you need to have that excitement. It's, it kind of goes hand in hand. There's no point in doing it if you're not excited to do it and if you don't show love when you're doing it. So it's like these kids were, had all this energy and they were rubbing off on us. So I'm like, when we get back to Savannah, why can't we have that same energy for Christ and rub off on others? You never know. Um, who you could rub off on. That was my challenge to myself. Um, I'm challenging you all as you go into school or to college or the army or your workplace or wherever you go, just have that zeal and that enthusiasm for Christ because you might impact one person. And uh, one person could make all the difference. We always said if we spent all that time and money and effort and we got one soul out of the trip, then it was a success. If we got that one girl in the fourth row to go home and hang her craft up on the refrigerator and she started telling her family what she learned at Bible school, it was a a successful trip. So that's kind of what I took away from it. And I also took away just how great of a week VBS actually is. Um, It's supposed to be like a a kid's week, but um, everyone who works on it and everyone that's involved, they're definitely impacted in a more positive way. Um, I know I was impacted, our whole group was impacted, our church when they did it here, their church when we did it there, and all the kids and hopefully their families were impacted in a positive way. And uh, if we can, that zeal, and that, I just can't get over the energy of those kids, man. It, my challenge to you all is to have that zeal and that passion um, because you never know who you could be, who's watching you. And... We need people to look at us as Christians and say, you know, why are they so happy? Why are they living differently? Well, it's because we serve a loving God, and we're excited to do it. So um, if you're here tonight and you've lost that zeal, um, and you want to get it back, you want to get that fire back, or if you just need prayers from the church, or if you haven't been baptized and you want to be immersed into those waters, I encourage you to do so as we stand and as we sing. We haven't done this yet, but can I have all of our ladies that went on the trip just to stand? Just so you know who we're talking about here. Come on, everybody up. Alright, amen. Thank y'all. Corbin stood up. That wasn't your t- that wasn't your time, buddy. You did good tonight though. I'm proud of you. Um I asked all of our ladies to tell me what their favorite memory was from the trip. And I want I want to read these and wanted you to know who went. 
Uh, we definitely could not have done this trip without them. I went to a vacation Bible school and spoke about three weeks ago, maybe. And um, I saw that their young people go to Bible school. And it's a very great church. They just do things a little differently. And I was sitting there thinking, like, man, our young people can put on a Bible school. You know, we're fixing to. So I'm thankful for our young people, our adults, thankful for several, that we, even that we haven't mentioned. But I want to read from a few of our girls what stood out from them on the trip. Ashlyn Dale's favorite memory, she says, is talking to the Guatemalan kids in Spanish. So she, she uh, had worked on that. And there's a lot of Guatemalan kids in this community, and several of them came to, our, to the Bible school. And it's funny because the two kids that came last year that had been coming all year long because a door knocking came because Melanie knocked on the door, they started speaking a language that she had no clue what they were saying, and she called Ain't It Rinks. And I know we mentioned that last year, but, you know, who knows, but possibly some training that a young man did in Texas a long, long time ago. Texas is right, correct? Prepared that conversation, and God was working behind, behind the scenes for those two souls. And as we started having conversations about going back, the preacher said, I want you to know that those two kids are still coming back, and that's the ones that they were talking about, Santa and Raina, that our kids love so much for a year. They've been coming back on Wednesday nights, and that church doesn't have a lot of young people, but, man, they have a few now, and that's, that's great. Um, Maggie Miller texted me and said that her favorite time, this was her first trip, I think a few of our girls' first trip, was spending time with the kids. Um, Abby Duncan's... Um, said that she loved going to the nursing home and singing with the older people and door knocking and and seeing the kids' faces. Uh, me and me and Abby, I'll tell you this story real quick. I know we're going long tonight, but we were, we were door knocking, and me and Abby and I think Madison. Uh, I think that's right. We're door knocking. We went up on these kids. They were playing basketball. And there, there was this two-on-two -two basketball game going on. It was pretty serious, okay? There's like this LeBron James jersey on. These kids are like in middle school. And I said, Abby, come here. I think we can take them. And so I said, all right. And we started talking to them, asking them how old they were, had started conversation. And you could tell they were just like, all right, come on. You, we can beat you. You're an old man and you're a girl. All right? I said, all right, here's the deal. If we beat you at basketball, you've got to come to our Bible school all week. If you beat us, I'll bring ice cream to all of you. Okay? They were like, let's do it. You know, like they were super excited about it. Well, we beat them so bad they didn't come to Bible school. Like, we shouldn't have. We, I think we played to 10 and they didn't score anyway. 10 to 2, but that's, I shouldn't have told that story. All right, Victoria Smotherman. Meeting the kids and picking them up on the bus and hanging out with them was her favorite part. Aaliyah Porter said, her favorite part was being able to go on the trip and meeting new kids and door knocking and riding the bus with Jeff. I kind of threw Jeff under the bus. He worked very hard for us. I've showed a picture of him sleeping, but we couldn't have done it without you, buddy. Um, the next two that I have, and I may be missing, I'm trying to do my best on this. Uh, Madison Kirk said that her favorite memories from Ohio were getting to meet all the kids, but the one that stuck out to her, her name was Molly. She stuck by my side the whole trip, and at the end, she gave me her number, and we've been texting every day since. She said another great memory was, this was like, this is the, the whole week, we sang happy birthday to her everywhere we went. No joke. Some, one time in front of like 150 people. Um, we had a good week. That was, that was her favorite part. Mandy Dell 
said that there are several things that I love about our trip. The first two things that come to mind are, one, I love our trip to the nursing home and assisted living, especially when we sang to the Alzheimer patients at the assisted living home. Although they didn't know their surroundings, several of them sang along to most of the songs, and their faces lit up with something familiar. Second is all the love that you saw all week from our kids at, at Bible school and the Christian fellowship that we had at the church at Dover. And I know tonight's been a little different, and we've laughed about several things, but there, there's been... This, this has been a great trip, and you'd be proud of our young people that went over there and the work that went into it. And uh, she ended hers with uh, God. You know, so many seeds were planted, but God will bring the increase. And that's our prayer. And that's our prayer for church here. And I'm thankful. I think I got everyone's. I, I, I want to say this about Roy. I'm glad Roy went with us, and he was very... Uh, he was excited. If you know Roy, he's always excited. And there was a time where we were going out and we were door knocking. And we put an ark up in that boat. And right after we did, it rained for like four straight days. You know, we started worrying. Um, but we, we started door knocking one day. And we knew that it was the weather, there was rain coming. But we were door knocking. And um, we knew it was fixing to rain. And Roy said, I don't care. We're going out and we're door knocking this area. And you know that kind of, we were kind of getting to the point where we're like, well, let's let's stay here. And Roy said, nope, we got souls to save. And um, that that was a turning point for us in the trip. And it also, one of the young people said this. I think Nolan said this. But something we did, you know, we just knocked on their door and said, can we pray for you? Is there anything for you and your family that we can pray for? And it, we, we compiled a list and then prayed for all those things. And that's something that we wanted to bring back to Savannah of going out as a church congregation into our community. And, you know, so many times we door knock and we say, we want you to come to our Bible school. But we were talking about this fall, just going out in our community uh, as a church family, knocking on doors and praying with people, saying, how can we pray for you and your family? So I, lo- I love that. That's, that was a great part of our trip. I'm thankful for um, everyone who's here tonight. I forgot to mention this, but uh, Daniel Floyd was in the back. He's going to come up and lead our prayer. But it, everything is part of our service tonight. The guys over here are going to do the Lord's Supper. If you were unable to take the Lord's Supper, um, you can go at this time. We're going to have a closing prayer in a second. But thank you. Thank you for, for supporting it. Thank you for coming and paying too much for a car wash. Thank you for giving us checks to go on these trips. We had a great week. And um, to God be the glory. And I'm thankful for this church family. I'm thankful for the fellowship we have with other believers. Um, the church is a wonderful thing. And we went to a place where we have so many things um, that could separate us, but we're bound together by the blood of Jesus. And that's wonderful. And we saw all those things. Um, so I'm thankful for that. Thankful for this church family. Daniel's going to come out, come up and close us tonight in prayer to say his favorite memory. And then I don't want you to forget this. We're having a special celebration tonight, and I do not want to take away from that for Anna. Anna, you're a valued member here, and we, we just pray that God goes with you in your next part of your life. I'm thankful that your mom's here with you tonight. And stick around with us for that. And uh, Daniel, come up and close us out. And uh, thank you for your uh, patience with us tonight. My favorite memory on the trip was actually the same as Christian's. Um, this, uh, we're at the nursing home singing, and this guy comes up, and uh, I go to shake his hand. And I have had a few handshakes that, shakes that lasted longer than I would have liked them to, but this guy held my hands for like 30 minutes, and I'm not exaggerating. It was so weird, but, but I, was, I talked to this guy uh, every time I could come up with something to say, because if you know me, you might know that I'm not always the best conversationalist. Um, 
And so, at some point, he tells me that he wants to get right with God. And so I uh, think for a few minutes, and I'm like, I don't know what to say. So I'm like, hey, Stephen, this guy wants to get right with God. And so the preacher sits down and talks to him, and uh, he said that he was going to have a Bible study with him. So that's pretty cool. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for everything you've done for us. God, thank you for who you are. You are a great and mighty God. God, we thank you that we got to go on this trip. And God, we thank you for all the lives that we touched. God, please be with all the people that we left behind. And please be with us as we've come back. God, just please use your power to make this world a better place. In Christ's name, amen.